The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Welcome back to another week of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Steve Tiber. I'm one of 211 leaders that lead a ministry called Eight Days of Hope. We travel the country and we love and serve those in need. It's that simple. That's what we write on every single truck, every vehicle that we have. We just love people and serve them. Now, most of the people we serve is right after a natural disaster. Uh, We come in with tarps and do chainsaw work and we gut out homes and God just connects the dots. God's blessed us with millions of dollars of equipment. We have heavy equipment, bobcats and nifty lifts and bucket trucks and feeding equipment and shower trailers and oh my gosh, it just goes on and on and on. For the last 18 years, whenever there's a disaster, we try to go very quickly and then we come back six or nine months later and we rebuild hundreds of homes in uh, just eight days. And when I say we... That's really God, not just us. But today, I'm Steve. Well, my name is Steve every day, but also I'm hanging out with my friend Mike Fiella. Mike, welcome back. Oh, I love when you just a smile on your face and the, and the excitement. And when you give that rundown, can you give us a, a little snippet of, I mean, how did it start? You know, back in 2005, I was living in Tupelo, Mississippi, and a storm hit our country called Katrina. You probably remember that one. Yes, that was a big one. That was the biggest one ever. And my dad was living up in upstate New York. And, you know, we were talking on the phone and we agreed, hey, let's try to find a couple buddies and go help somebody out. And that was the goal. We were going to help out one family, just somebody. Yeah, a couple (laughs) buddies. Well, we ended up taking 684 people, provided food and lodging for all of them. And in eight days, we helped 84 families rebuild their homes in Bay St. Louis and Waveland, Mississippi. No, no, wait a minute. How do you make that adjustment from a couple of buddies yeah, to that, 600? And, that was that's crazy. A whole nother, that that's a whole other show, right? Well, well we, had a, uh, we actually had a place to lodge in a town called Picayune. And that was about 45 minutes because there was no power. There was no electricity, right. no cell phone towers, no gas stations. If you had a flat tire, there was no place to get you know your tire fixed. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Oh, I can't imagine but Mike, leaving there, driving home with my family, man, tears were rolling down my, my face. I'd seen God move so many times mm. during those eight days that we served. And the, the number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. And for those eight days, these volunteers, in essence, mm. brought new beginnings to these to families. Everybody. So we formed a nonprofit called Eight Days of Hope. We are a ministry. We're not ashamed. or, or We don't shy away from that. But here we are, Mike, <laughs> almost 18 <laughs> years later. Yes. Love we, it. we now have helped about 9,000 families rebuild their homes for free, $70 million of work. We have a rapid response division, a rebuilding division. We have started a safe house ministry where we build safe houses for women and children rescued from trafficking. And next month, we're launching our newest arm of the ministry. Oh, come on. I love it's it. a mass feeding arm. Yes, yes. So <laughs> think about this. A a hurricane comes or tornado comes, it wipes out a city. Let's go back to Hurricane Ida. Hurricane Ida hit the New Orleans, Laplace, Louisiana area, uh, what, about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. In Laplace, Louisiana, they did not have power for weeks, Mm. plural, weeks. So there's no power. There's no 
supermarket open. Mm-hmm. There's no food. And we just start feeding people through a local church. And people were meeting Jesus. Mm. They were they were accepting, they were they were repenting of their sins and saying yes to Jesus in their cars with kids on their lap as they were waiting for food. And I thought to myself, why are we complicating this? And so very quickly, God casted the vision. Thankfully, the Board of Eight Days of Hope uh, bought into it. And, and so we're launching a mass feeding arm. This mass feeding equipment, Mike, all brand new, all paid for with donations, it's going to be able to make up to 8,000 meals per session. Oh, wow. Amazing. 8,000 meals. Amazing. I, I remember. And, and we're not talking sandwiches. We're talking like nice, roast beef good. and hamburgers and spaghetti. We're talking about real food. <laughs> Not that, you know, sandwiches is a real food, but. No, but I mean, it's, it's going to be high end and 8,000 at a time. I mean, it's incredible. And what I like about the vision here, too, if we're not going to be deployed, we can send that. Absolutely. So maybe like we're, we're deployed somewhere and for whatever reason, we decide not to deploy to an area because of a disaster. We'll bring the feeding equipment to a local church. And that's very important to us. Right. We go to a local church because we want the local church to give the food out, to pray with people, to invite them to church, to love them, to understand their needs. Because we're going to leave, Mike, and they're there. You know, they're there. So we always partner with the local church. Down in Laplace, Louisiana, we partner with Pastor Neil Bernard at New Wine Christian Fellowship. That was an amazing time of outreach. But today, Mike... We're going to be talking about our 19th rebuilding trip that yes. is happening in May. Mm-hmm. In a warm part of the country at that time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Eight Days of Hope is going to Fort Myers, Florida, May 20th to May 27th. And guess what? You're invited. You're invited. You can come. You're like, wait a minute. Uh, I'm not very skilled. I can paint and maybe I could set an outlet, but that's about it. That's good. Come on. We've got about, well, we don't have anything. God has sent us 314 families that need help. Mm -hmm. They're in the Harlem Heights area. And today, Mike, we're going to be talking to the president, CEO, and founder. That's a long title, but the founder of the Harlem Heights Foundation, Catherine Kelly, who's one of our partners. We're partnering with uh, Harlem Heights Foundation and Summit Church. And from May 20th to May 27th, thousands of volunteers will be going to Fort Myers. And the goal is very simple. We're going to help 150 families rebuild their homes for free in the name of Jesus. Let's do it. And I say get to the website now and get your, because it's it's filling up. I mean, it's, it is. I mean, it's growing. It, it is. You say 500 already? Mike, we're expecting probably 2,000 volunteers. Really? We're going to provide the food and lodging. We're going to start every day and end every day with worship and devotion. We're going to announce in a couple weeks, we've got a Christian music artist that's going to come in and put on a free concert. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to feed you really good, and you're going to meet some amazing people. And you're going to help folks get back into their homes. I mean, that's the bonus, too. (laughs) So, Mike, we have a video on our website, 8daysofhope.com. Watch it today. It's four minutes and three seconds long. And you're going to meet some of the families that will be serving in May. You're going to meet a young lady. Um, she, uh, her and her husband, I say young because young in spirit, probably in their early 70s, he had a stroke. Hmm. And she did not have any flood insurance because this, this flood mm-hmm. would happen once every thousand years. So oh, she boy. didn't buy flood insurance. Sure. And her home, along with 313 other families in the Harlem Heights area of Fort Myers, had water up to six feet of water. It rushed in, Mike. Oh, come on. It flooded all the homes. It stayed for about 15 minutes. And guess what? Mm. It went back out to to sea. Mm. 
But all these homes, ha- all these homes, they're only eight. Feet. These are small, thirteen hundred square foot right. homes. So all these homes, what do you have to do when your house floods? You have to get everything out. You have to gut the whole house. Right. Everything's got to go to the curb. Mm. The drywall, the doors, the carpets, your furniture, every your cabinets. Everything, everything. has to, everything. Hmm. So maybe you do, Mike. But but I don't have a hundred thousand dollars in my savings account <laughs> to go you know go hire a contractor and have right. this done. Mm. And so these families, some are living in their cars, some are living in tents. Some of them are living with family 30 minutes away and driving every day, working on their right. house. Yeah. But this is where the body of Christ gets a chance to shine. Mm. Not for themselves, not for a ministry right. called Eight right. Days Hope, but for Jesus. Mm. And, and again, everyone's invited May 20th to May 27th. We want, to, we want you to come and join us. And, and think about it before you volunteer, and we want you to volunteer after this statement. What if it was your home? And somebody came in and said, for free. We're going to bring a crew and we're going to rebuild your home for free. And you're, you're in that mode of what am I going to do? I mean, it's just overwhelming. But there's the hands and feet of Jesus. A lot of the families will be serving. I mean, let's be candid. A lot of them don't go to church. A lot of them don't have relationships with Jesus, don't know what it means to be a Christ follower. Right. But the greatest sermon I ever heard, Mike, is the one I saw. They're absolutely. going to see Jesus in May through these volunteers. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I know the, the I don't want to say the policy, but just the the way we operate. We'll get on grounds, shake hands, give a hug, and say, "Hey, can we pray with you?" Amen. We start first and, thing, and, and we ask them permission. And sure. you know, nine, 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 mo- nine times out of mo- ten, most right. say yes. Right. There's been a couple say, "You know what? I'm good right now." We have story. We have seen stories, Mike, mm-hmm. where some of those one offs say, "You know what? I'm good." By the end of the week, they're not only in the prayer circle, they're holding hands, but they're coming back at dinner for Absolutely. devotion. We've met families and seen, I'll never forget, Miss Anna May at 8 Days Hope One. Mm-hmm. She lived in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. She's 84 years young. Okay. And a group of college students from Michigan came down and they were painting her house. They said, we don't have a lot of skills, but we're going to, well, we put, gave her a brand new roof. We fixed her drywall. These college students painted their house. And Miss Anna May fell in love with these college students. And these college students love Jesus. And Miss Anna May asked them about their Jesus. And Miss <laughs> Anna May fell on her knees Come on. in her driveway, on a gravel driveway. <sighs> gravel. So this is not easy on your oh, knees. Oh, man. And she surrendered her life to Jesus because college students said yes. Mm. Do you think those college students will ever forget that, Mike? Absolutely not. Their lives are changed by watching this happen. Their faith will be increased. They'll know that they are really serving a real God to touch his lives. 50,000 volunteers have traveled the country with Eight Days of Hope. We ask you to do one of three things, maybe all three. One, pray. Pray for the ministry of Eight Days of Hope as we prepare to go to Fort Myers from May 20th to May 27th. Volunteer. Go to the website and read... Uh, the information about Eight Days of Hope. It's free. We provide food and lodging. Lastly, donate. Mike, we need to raise almost a million dollars to do this outreach. Now, we're going to do millions and millions of dollars of work. Sure. But today, every dollar that you give will be passed through 100% right to families in need in Fort Myers. Okay. You can give online at 8daysofhope.com. It's fast. It's easy. It's safe. You can mail a check to P.O. Box 3208. That's 3208 Tupelo, Mississippi, T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi, 38803. That address is on our website and our Facebook page. Pray, volunteer, donate. And don't forget there's that 
product called Venmo or Cash yeah, App. Yeah, yeah, we have logos. Cash Apps on there too. Venmo, PayPal, I believe. Sure. So you have other opportunities to give that way as well. Hey, Mike, when we come back, we have a very special guest. Her name is Catherine Kelly. She's the president, CEO, and founder of Harlem Heights Foundation. And they're one of our two partners, both them and the Summit Church. Excellent. When we come back, we're going to talk to her in a minute, learn more about 80s Hope 19. Hey, thanks for joining us. My name's Steve, hanging out with Mike. You're going to meet Catherine in just a minute, but you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the last 17 years, almost 50,000 volunteers from across the United States have come together to help repair the homes of over 8,300 families affected by hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, and more. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring hope and healing to survivors of human trafficking. Since 2019, our team has been able to provide multiple safe places for women and children to rest their heads at night. We are very excited about our newest arm, mass feeding. After a natural disaster strikes an area, our mass feeding ministry will be able to provide warm, fresh meals to those who have faced loss and are in need. Our goal is to provide up to 8,000 meals through a local church to provide nourishment to a community. If you are interested in volunteering with us, everything is free. We provide food and lodging. All you have to do is say yes and come and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please visit 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A dot com. I'm calling on the God of Jacob Whose love endures through generations I know that you will keep your covenant I'm calling on the Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiala hanging out with you today. I want to thank all the listeners around the country, Mike. I was just thinking this morning, driving in uh, to uh, to record the show, to be heard, that not only in America, but in Canada, people are listening about and hearing what God is doing uh, through these God-sized mission stories. And boy, we have a mission story that's coming up in May 
uh, down in Florida. Mike, Hurricane Ian, the third mm-hmm. costliest storm, 149 people lost yeah. their lives. Oh, mm. it breaks my heart. Mm. You know, and we were there, Mike, for five weeks right, right. after the disaster. Right. We started in Sarasota. Uh, I think we helped out 200 families with tree removal and tarping roofs. And then we moved down to Fort Myers for two weeks. And we partnered with a church called Summit Church. Yes. We fell in love with them. They showed us grace. They fell in love with us. We had a <laughs> lot of fun serving some of the families down there in Fort Myers. But while we were there, we saw that the need was real. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's real everywhere. Sure. But we were praying that God would open up a door for us to bring thousands of volunteers to help families rebuild. Mm-hmm. And we met an amazing partner, the Harlem Heights Foundation, and the president, CEO, and founders with us today, Catherine Kelly. Catherine, welcome to Hope Reigns. Thank you. Glad to be here. We are so excited. First of all, thank you for your leadership. Mike, yes. you know, we have met some amazing leaders around the country over the last 18 years. Uh, but Catherine, if, if I die tomorrow, you need to call Catherine because she could she'll take eight <laughs> days hope to the next level. Next level. She's there an organizer, go. she helps, you know, connects the dots, but she's amazing. But Catherine, before we start talking about the outreach of May, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Maybe give us a 90-second bio of where you're from and a little bit about the Harlem Heights Foundation. Oh, sure. Happy to, Steve. Thank you. Yeah, so I started the foundation over 20 years ago. Uh, We work in a low-income community called Harlem Heights. And um, it started out as a, for me, just bringing some turkeys and groceries into a low-income community and then finding out the need there. And I I took a a right-hand turn off of my career path and decided to work in that community full-time as a nonprofit. So we started a foundation. Um, what started out with, with bringing food into the community quickly turned into after school for, for kids, um, summer camp for kids. We found that kids were, um, you know, getting out of school, their parents were still working and they had no place to go. So they were wandering around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, then, so then the summer camp turned into, uh, well, we need a, a bigger place to house the kids. So we built a community center in the neighborhood. And, 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 then, and this is not a small community center, by the way. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's a nice community. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Go ahead, Kat. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And then um, our after school program grew and we realized that a lot of kids in the community were not um, on grade level. And so we tweaked our program to make it more academic and realized if we could help our kids make better grades in two hours, what would happen if we had them mm-hmm. all day? And so then we started a charter school and and um, then we built another building to house our charter school. So we actually have, every day, we have over 250 kids on campus. And we have an early learning program, which is babies through four-year-olds. And then we have um, our charter school, which is kindergarten through fifth grade. And we have after-school programs still and summer camp. And it's, it's awesome. I love the Harlem Heights neighborhood. It historically was a farm working community and surrounded by farm fields. And those gave way in the 60s and 70s to beautiful developments. And the families in Harlem Heights who had been poor but could support their children um, fell into poverty. And now we're looking at you know, two to three generations later. Again, we're talking to Catherine Kelly. She's the president CEO of, of, and founder of Harlem Heights Foundation. They're one of the two partners for Eight Days of Hope as we'll be heading down to Fort Myers, Florida, May, May 20th to 27th. Uh, you're invited. We're hoping and believing that we're going to help 150 families take the next step toward finishing their homes uh, in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. Why don't you tell us a little bit, Catherine, 
there's 314 families that live in the Harlem Heights area. You have met and know many of them. We have been meeting them. I think, you know, when we were assessing this past week, we met about 80 families and had a chance to talk to them, encourage them, pray with them, and start documenting the work they need. But tell the listeners a little bit about the Harlem Heights area. These are smaller homes, 13, 1,400 square feet. These families, though, they're amazing. <laughs> they are amazing. Thank you. Yeah, so... You know, it was a poor community to start with, um, but a lot of, but it's a single family community and in other words, families own their homes, which is, makes it a very strong neighborhood in that way. And we have some homes that have had four generations live in this community. So there are, there are, there are strengths for sure, um, but they're also vulnerable in that, you know, all they do is own their home. You know, mm-hmm. they don't have savings or things like that. And most of them are low income wage workers. And so when the hurricane hit, um, it was devastating to the families because the one thing that they did have that they had worked their whole lives for was their home. And, um, and now they don't. So now, Catherine, I, I noticed on your website, your, your goal is to, to build strong families or self make them self sufficient. I'm just interested in this aspect of the visual and the performing arts. How does that play into that? Well, so we we minister to the whole person, and um, we have a very strong background in education and, and have supported our, our kids and adults with education, but we also want to give them opportunities and enrichment. And so mm-hmm. um, part of the arts um, and the cultural arts and performing arts is that kids in, in this type of community they do get sports in school, but they rarely have music or art or any kind of um, creative work to do. Okay. And so we, we make a point to also provide enrichment for our kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had some kids who don't necessarily do well in school, but they're part of our music program and excel in music, and it's their thing. And so they found right. they are successful with that. And to see the light bulb go on when they realize they can actually be successful is pretty awesome. We get to witness that on a regular basis. You're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're talking to Catherine Kelly. She uh, lives in the Fort Myers, Florida area. And in May, from May 20th to the 27th, Eight Days of Hope will be having or hosting our 19th rebuilding trip. Mike, 19. Can you believe it? You know, last year we went to Laplace, Louisiana and Lake Charles, Louisiana after a two-year break due to the pandemic. But Mike, knowing that we're going to be in Fort Myers in May with these volunteers serving Mm -hmm. these families, I know that the volunteer base is excited. Mike, you and I were talking before we started the show, just in about a couple weeks already, 500 people have volunteered, Mike. I mean, that quickly, this is going to be a big outreach, and we're excited to get down to the Harlem Heights area. And folks, I want to say, and some people don't want to hear this, the pandemic's over. Yeah, come on, okay. come serve with us. I mean, all <laughs> right. On. Yes, there's still cases out here and here sure, and there. I'm sure. not saying, and you know, right. we pray for those that they, that doesn't happen. But now is the time to get out and serve. We gotta yeah. get up and get going. And I know your heart, Mike. You know, for the last three years, churches have been very cautious about rallying the troops. Right. You know, we were in uh, in in Harvey. We were in Houston, Mike. Remember, 4,600 people came. Right. And I think we had 30 churches that sent 25 or more volunteers. Last year, we didn't have one church, not one, Mike, send mm. 25 volunteers to Laplace or Lake Charles. We're hoping and believing that your missions pastor, your pastor, your lay leaders, uh, they are confident 
to to take a step of faith to right. go as God right. tells us go mm-hmm. come and serve with us in Fort Myers May 20th to May 27th uh, you do not have to be a skilled volunteer we are looking for skilled volunteers we're looking for roofers and plumbers and electricians people that do flooring but we need the less skilled as well people like you and I Mike that can make a sandwich <laughs> and can carry shingles they can sure. carry drywall you'll get a chance to meet Catherine and so many dear friends in Fort Myers Catherine with the with the word getting out that eight days of hope is coming in May. You must have ran into a family or two knowing that hope is coming. What are you hearing from the residents there in Fort Myers? They are very excited that eight days of hope is coming. Yes. um, I know you've been in the neighborhood quite a bit. And now that they're getting to know you and understand the work that's going to happen in May, they're very excited. I mean, we're already six months after the hurricane. And so, um, you know, people were getting a little depressed because sure. it's been so long. And even though there's work being done and there's great work being done, it's, it's there's a, it's big. It's a big project. And so we need we need you guys here. So we're we're happy about it. Families are um, they're waiting and they're hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. Again, talking to Catherine Kelly, uh, Catherine. Um, Describe the damage from the hurricane. I know people see things on TV until you're there, and I've been in and out of Fort Myers multiple times, not only meeting with you and and, and other amazing organizations like CRR and AIM and some of the churches down there that do amazing work in the United Way. I mean, just so many people, you know, because we're better together when we work together. But why don't you describe some of the damage, the water surge and the wind that affected the Harlem Heights area in September of last year due to Hurricane Ian? Yes, so all of Southwest Florida was affected, um, specifically the Harlem Heights neighborhood because of their location. On, to the north of them, not, they're not on the river, but not far from the river to the north, and then back bay of um, Astero Island to the south. And so because of the, the way the hurricane came in, because of the strong winds, at first it was pushing water from the river into Harlem Heights, and then it was pushing water as the winds turned around, you know, they're cyclical, and as they turned around, right. then they were pushing water from the back bay into the community. And it's it's a low-lying area anyway. Um, we have wetlands on one side of the neighborhood, and it was just inundated. Many houses flooded, and it was a, it was a terrifying time for families in Harlem Heights. Hurricane Ian, Mike, was the mm-hmm. third costly storm to ever hit America. $113 billion. Mm. I said billion, not million. Billion mm. dollars of sure. damage. Loss of life. Communities changed forever. You know, Fort Myers, Mike, for years, decades, have been a, has been a great tourist area. But to uh, Catherine's point, the homes that we're working on were built for the migrant workers that okay. worked in the fields. And right. these are very modest homes. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, Mike, I could tell. I mean, I've been doing disaster work for 18 years these families, they were doing a really good job of taking care of their homes. Sure. They had a lot of pride in their neighborhood. And, and when you walk the streets of the Harlem Heights area in mm-hmm. Fort Myers, Mike, and I'm, I'm telling you, I, I have goosebumps. I've met some of these families. They're, they can't wait to things, I don't want to say get back to normal, but they miss their friends that aren't living in their homes and they miss having those conversations and sitting on the back porch at night. Mm-hmm. I mean, this neighborhood reminds me, Mike, of growing up in the 70s and 80s okay. where people hung out on porches and got to know each other. Remember those days, Mike? <laughs> oh. you're, you're old like me, man. We remember those days. <laughs> but that's what the Harlem Heights area is. This is a very special area. 
They need help, and that's where we need people to respond to say yes. So I, I probably know the answer to this question, Catherine, but how does a family, say if somebody's just listening today for the first time, how do they get connected to you, to 8 Days of Hope, to get some work oh, okay. done? Yeah, so if they need help, yeah. yeah. Good, good, good question. Oh, well, we we know the families in the community. Um, we we drive around the neighborhood. We put flyers out. We have a okay. communication where we can text to, to the families that are in our network. Um, but they just know us, and they come to the center. Knowing that there will be service there. Mike, this is the most unique situation, unique relationship that we have ever experienced. Mm-hmm. When, when Catherine says they know everyone, Mike... <laughs> <laughs> she's not like that's not even with a small p a prideful really? comment really? mike they not only know everyone they have a relationship with everyone mm. when when i was down there we were filming our, our promotional video and it's on our website at eight dieshope.com again go watch it today share it with your missions board your business your church mm-hmm. it's four minutes long we have a two-minute version churches okay. we have a two-minute version because you, <laughs> you you know you don't want to give up four minutes you want to give up two minutes but mike every single person that we met that was in the video and some that didn't make the video they were in another video when when we were taken around by olivia and some others Every single person, every door we knocked on, okay. I, I didn't go in first, they did. Okay. They were greeted not with a high and a smile, but with a hug, with, oh you know, my. with an offer of food. I mean, I think I had breakfast, lunch, and dinner in a span of like three homes <laughs> in an hour, Mike. This organization, Harlem Heights, truly know the neighborhood. Well, I'll tell you, that's, that, that is, speaks volumes. And the word that comes to my mind, this is going to be a tremendous success. Amen. I can't wait. I can't wait. Again, for more information to volunteer, read the FAQs. Go to 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com, hope.com. We're talking to Catherine Kelly. Catherine, we're going to take a quick break, but can you hold on just for a couple more moments? Sure. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. I want to thank some of our national partners. They cover all of our fixed costs. So when you donate to help those in need in Fort Myers, 100% of that will be passed through. Uh, we need to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to cover our end of expenses when we go down there in May. And you can donate online at 8daysofhope.com. We have some cash apps that you can use as well. You can mail a check. The mailing um, address is on our website and our Facebook page. But but hey, when we come back, we're going to talk to Catherine Kelly a little bit more about the effort that's going to be happening in May down in Fort Myers in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. Thanks for joining us. I'm Steve, hanging out with Mike. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hey, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. As many of you know, Hurricane Ian devastated Southwest Florida late last year, making landfall as a Category 4 storm and leaving tens of thousands of families in need of help. Hurricane Ian caused over $110 billion of damage, and today we're excited to announce that 8 Days of Hope 19 will take place in Fort Myers, Florida from May 20th to 27th, bringing much-needed relief to these families in need. We'll be focusing on roofing, drywall, mechanicals, painting, and so much more. If you love to use your gifts to serve those in need, we invite you to join us. There's three ways to get involved. First, pray. Pray for eight days of hope in this outreach that God will be glorified and the families we serve will see his love. Secondly, volunteer. It's free. Food and lodging are provided. Lastly, donate. Every dollar you give goes to support the families we're serving. For additional information regarding this rebuilding trip, please visit 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. 
Hi, this is Steve Tiber with 8 Days of Hope. Did you know that in the United States, there's 27 states without a long-term recovery facility for survivors of human trafficking? Hundreds of thousands of women and children are trafficked every day, and right now at this moment, there's less shelters for them than there are for animals. We can't ignore this any longer. You know, since 2019, 8 Days of Hope has partnered with 12 faith-based organizations to provide a safe place where they can get the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. By coming alongside these organizations, we're able to use the skills needed to not only build safe places, but to provide an area where God can heal hearts, minds, and ultimately souls. If you're a professional builder, carpenter, framer, roofer, or an electrician looking to make a kingdom impact by using your skill set, please consider partnering with 8 Days of Hope. You must be 18 years old to volunteer and pass a background check. But for more information, you can email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. Who said that you were beautiful and that you didn't belong in your own skin? Who said that you were all alone And that you're never gonna find love again So many little words So many little lies That have followed you all of your life Looking for the truth Look into your eyes And you'll see it's been there the whole time Ooh, either way you were running Either way you were hiding Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber hanging out with Mike Fiello. Uh, in May, from May 20th to the 27th, Eight Days of Hope will be hosting our 19th rebuilding trip when we'll be going to Fort Myers, Florida to help out in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. And Mike, we can't do what we do mm-hmm. unless we have partners. And we've had some amazing partners. I, I really believe this 19th trip, Two mm-hmm. partners, the Harlem Heights Foundation, okay. led by led by Catherine Kelly and Summit Church, and there's others as well that are that are, are you know are coming Jumping together. Board, right? But I tell you, these two organizations amazing, and and I can't wait to see what God does in May. You know, it's it's exciting. And like Catherine, could tell us a little bit more about um, the foundation. And we've, we've already heard some. I mean, you're knocking on doors and everybody knows you. But uh, how does how does that really play out on a on a day to day basis? Uh, Every day we have kids and their families in our community center and in our education center. Uh, We we believe that education for low-income kids is their is their way out of poverty. And I also feel that you know, black and brown and poor white kids are growing up in a world that's not really meant for their success, and they hear that message loud and clear. Um, But I believe that all children are made in the image of God, and therefore every child is valuable, no matter their skin color their parentage or their circumstances and and our mission is to build self-sufficient families basically to bake, break that cycle of poverty but multi-generational poverty is complex and it's not just financial you know there's poverty of mind and poverty of spirit and poverty of hope um, but we find that um, the work that we get to do every day whether it's our early learning whether it's our after school and summer camp our partnership with our charter school um, English in the second language GED classes 
music classes, we are changing that message for our kids mm. because we expect them to do their best despite their circumstances. And when we tell them that, and we tell them that we love them and they're valuable, and we give them a safe place, and we teach them to become lifelong learners. And I believe that that's what will level the playing field for them. The website for the Harlem Heights Foundation is heightsfoundation.org. Heights is spelled H-E-I-G-A-H-T-S, heightsfoundation.org. You can Google Harlem Heights Foundation as well. Catherine, a lot of work was done after the disaster. Again, we've been doing disasters long enough to know there's no quick fix. You know, no one could say here's a million dollars or here's $10 million and, and three months later things are back to normal. It is multiple years when you have a hurricane of this size. And I know that there's been so many organizations doing some amazing things down in the Harlem Heights area and in Fort Myers as a whole. Why don't you just tell the listeners a little bit about some of the work that has been done the first six months? Yes, thank you. I'm happy to do that. Um, actually, as soon as we could get to the community center, because it had been flooded, not our building, but the, the roadways, three days after the hurricane, we were there. Um, we had no electricity and no flushing toilets and no phones and no Internet. And um, talking to my staff as well, you know, there are a lot of things we could not do, but what can we do? And so we started making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and handing those out. Um, donations started coming in and we handed out water and toiletries and then our main auditorium actually became a distribution hub and for eight weeks it was filled to the brim with donations from around the country from people we didn't even know they found us and they were dropping off food and water and bedding and clothing and shoes and socks and and so we had people from the community coming because they needed they needed help um and it was i will tell you it was overwhelming and we we are not disaster relief is not in our wheelhouse it wasn't anyway right. and we didn't even know words like mucking and gutting and mold <laughs> I, I had never actually i don't believe i actually heard had heard those terms before but now we are very intimately aware of them um but crisis relief and recovery showed up on our doorstep just about a week after the hurricane um they did an amazing job of helping us assess the neighborhood and getting crews into the community and starting the whole mucking and gutting process. Sure, sure. And then Adventures and Mission showed up shortly after that. Um, and so I believe that that early mucking and gutting of the homes probably saved them because they were, as you had mentioned, their older homes, um, wood studs and, you know, mold. And just the, the, the moisture and the mold would ruin those homes. They would have been... Yeah, and a lot and a lot of people don't realize that if a home floods, especially down south of the humidity, that you have to get everything that has been uh, affected by the water out. Water causes more damage than anything else when it comes to disasters. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know this, Mike, because you, you've sure. been to many disasters: Hurricane Michael, Harvey, Katrina. You know, you've been to a lot of them where mm-hmm. where you have to get everything out that is wet, and then you have to dry the house. So dehumidifiers sure. and fans and dry it as best you can. And then you need to spray it for mold. And, you know, if those teams, Catherine, didn't do what they did, we, Eight Days of Hope and other ministries, could come in and help mm-hmm. rebuild because those homes wouldn't have been able to be rebuilt. So hats off and a shout out to these other organizations that are doing all they can to help families in need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Catherine, have you had a chance to meet any of the assessors down there with Eight Days of Hope as they've been meeting some of the families to prepare? And I, I know you're extremely busy, but have, have you run across them? I know that they've been down there. Um, any interaction at all? 
Um, yes, I, I have spoken to them. You know, our uh, we took a conference room in our community center, and it's now the control center <laughs> yes, for all that's right. relief. <laughs> so I get to see people every single day. Sure. It's very exciting. Sure. I know that Chandler Gurley and Todd Kandel and some of the other leaders, they have just went on and on about uh, not only your people, the Harlem Heights, but, you know, of course, CRR, AIM, all the others that are, are, you know, we're better together. When we work together, and I get it, you know, somebody's got to take a lead, but it isn't about the one taking the lead. To your point, uh, without CRR, without Harlem Heights Foundation, without AIM, without others, we can do what we do. And we're needed. We're a part of it, but we're just a part. And um, just so glad, but yeah, I know that they've been raving about the team down there, uh, both Todd and Chandler. Good, good. Yes, we love seeing them. Yeah, yeah. Chandler is our uh, our Southern hospitality bell, Mike. When she comes yes. up to New York, when we do sure. ministry, everyone's like, Steve, shush up, just let her talk because she's got that. <laughs> hey, how are you? Oh, she just draws you uh, right in to her. Just her countenance she is does. amazing. People are listening about this, Catherine, today, and they're debating coming down in May. Let's just have a little bit. This is not a game, but let's just do something for fun. Let's pretend you have a 60 second commercial and you get a chance to tell somebody why they should come down to help these families. Speak to the listener that's sitting on the fence. Why should they come and serve your community? We need them to come. That would be that would be one reason. It's definitely needed here. It's not this is not a fluffy um, project at all. It's it's incredibly serious, and for families who don't have any other options, um, some are living in a in a camper trailer outside their home because mm. they they don't have any other place to go. We have elderly people in the community who have been displaced, and they're moving around every two weeks between their children and other relatives. And oh you can just see the toll that it's taking on them. It, it's really um, it's tough, and even our kids, um, you know, when it rains, they think that oh no, is there going to be another hurricane? And Families just want to get back in their homes. And we've had, we had one family where they did get their, their flooring, and, and the thing that she wanted were some curtains so she could have curtains back in her home. I mean, it's, it's, um, if you think about it, if, if you were displaced out of your home and you had no resources, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And, and that right. is the situation for many families. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish our community center could, could house people because there are, there are people that need to get back in their mm-hmm. homes for a, a myriad of reasons. Mike, when, when I was down there, you know, we have, we have a shower trailer that's been down there, Mike, for a right. little bit, and we'll mm-hmm. stay for a while. It's, it's actually at the place that CRR and AIM is kind of utilizing right there. What's nice about this project, Mike, if you have volunteered with us in the past, we could be serving over like a 40-mile radius. Okay. We're going to be serving 98% of our work will be within uh, a half a mile of each other. Really? I mean, it's, okay. it's a well, neighborhood. That's, yeah, it's that's it's right. in a neighborhood. But, Mike, when I was down there, uh, and Catherine shared the story with you as well, I, I met a man and, and, and lady who lived in the area. I don't know if they live in Harlem Heights, but they lived in the area, and they've been living in their car. Mm, come on. Mm-hmm. Everything they had, Mike, mm. Catherine, everything they had left from the hurricane was in a, a, a in their car. And the reason I met them is I stopped to meet with Olivia over at CRR, and I was looking at our shower trailer that God has blessed us with. And again, we heard they needed the shower trailer. We're like, hey, free. We'll get it down there. Just maintain it and, and just keep it clean. Sure. Praise God. Use we it. love partnering with, yeah. with people who are helping out people in need. But Mike, I had a chance to talk to that man and lady. Okay. Every day, mm-hmm. 
they wake up in their car and every day they drive from where they park and they move it around a different couple vacated lots and they come and they get a shower. And this lady, when she saw the logo on my shirt, I didn't tell her who I was with the organization. Mm-hmm. She says, are, are you with Eight Days of Hope? I said, yes, ma'am. I'm, I'm one of like 211 leaders. We're, mm-hmm. we're just, we're so thankful that we can have this unit here. And she, she got tears in her eyes. And she said, I just want to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, people know us as the organization that helps people rebuild their homes. But you know what she said thank you for? Mm-hmm. She says, every morning my husband and I wake up in our car. We're waiting for help. We have the opportunity to have the dignity of taking a shower because mm-hmm. because somebody brought a unit and someone is allowing this unit to be parked in this parking lot. And she said, thank you that you allow me to take a shower every day. Mike, what do you say to that? Mm-hmm. Catherine, what do you say to that? Oh, He's not thanking me, thanking somebody for rebuilding her home, not thanking because you gave me a $500 visa card, not thanking me because you, you gave me a meal, but a shower, the things we take shower. for granted. Absolutely, yeah. we do. Shower, yeah. food, and just loving on them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's incredible. Catherine, hope is on its way. I know it's happening right now, but in May, May 20th, 27th, we're, we're going to want you to come that first night or second night, whenever it's best for your schedule, to say hello to everybody because we want to honor our partners. But again, you're going to be meeting volunteers from everywhere. Now, you're going to meet some people. They have some unique uh, 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 accents and dialects. I'm going to warn you right now. My, All kinds. My, my friends from well, Louisiana. Oh, my gosh. We- <laughs> We have a few down here. <laughs> I know you do. But Catherine, you're going to meet some of our volunteers from Louisiana. They travel in mass with us. Mm. But there are a couple of them they, that we have to have like a translator right next to them. An interpreter. Because I'm Steve, I'm coming down there. I can't hear them heights. And when I come down, he know they And you're going to be like, Steve, what do they just say? But I'll tell you what. They love God. They love serving others. And you're going to love them too. Wonderful. I can't wait to meet them. Tell them to bring some recipes. I want to see some recipes. Well, some of them work on our feeding team, so you'll 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 be able to taste some of those. You know, one of the things we do, Catherine. I know we got to wrap up in a couple of minutes, but every day, every family that we serve, we're going to invite them back to dinner. And when they come to dinner, um, we haven't told them anyone yet, but but we try to give them another surprise. And so we'll we'll kind of hold off on that until we get to the actual outreach. But when they come and they get a chance to share their stories. You can look around the room, Catherine, and there's not a dry eye in the place. Because, you know, sometimes we as people, you know, we get a little frustrated when our power is out for 30 minutes, <laughs> right? Or someone yeah. drove over the front of our lawn. Oh, or, or, or the mail lady, mailman, didn't get the mail in our mail slot today and we got to wait till tomorrow. Oh, boy. But when you put it in perspective, Catherine, these families have lost a lot. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More than just their home sometimes. Some, yeah. of, their, some of their keepsakes. Mm-hmm. Um, some people lost their lives due to this hurricane. Uh, they've lost loved ones. And I just want to say thank you, Catherine, for who you are right. uh, in the community and what you do for the Harlem Heights Foundation. Um, we appreciate you. We're thankful that you're a partner. You're making a worldwide difference. And I know you're not there for the paycheck. Um, let's close with this question, Catherine. Why do you do what you do? Well, honestly, I believe I was called to this. I I was working as an architect and was very happy in my work. But 
I, I was called to this community. Um, I grew up very close to it and have known, I went to school with families that lived there. And I, I found my place, and I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to, to do the work that we do. It's, it's very humbling, and it's very amazing at the same time. Catherine Kelly, she's the president, CEO, and founder of Harlem Heights Foundation, heightsfoundation.org, if you want to learn more about uh, that foundation. They're one of our two partners for Eight Days of Hope 19. That's happening in May. Date's coming up quickly, May 20th to 27th. We're expecting between 1,500 and 2,000 volunteers. We're going to provide a safe place for you to sleep. We're going to provide the food give you a couple great looking t-shirts and guess what you're going to get a chance to meet miss Catherine as well yes and you'll be a better person <laughs> for it but Catherine, thank you so much i know that we don't want to let you go mike wants to pray for you i've been praying for you and the team but mike we want to pray for Catherine, please yeah i'm going to pray for you but let me just say this real quick um you are officially an eight days of hoper because you use the term mucking and gutting pretty yeah, well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you did it with authority <laughs> yes she did i love it <laughs> father we thank you we thank you we thank you we Worship you, God, for Catherine, and thank you for, I see the history of her life just building up to the moments that she's now this president and CEO and founder of the Harlem Heights Foundation. Thank you for using her in a powerful way. Yes, sir. Great connections with that community. If there's somebody that's been missed, let it, let that connection come. And uh, thank you for giving her strength, health, the peace of God as she wakes up, and more creativity. Bless the financial, um, her finances, and just thank you for the the work that's being done in that community. We bless her in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Catherine, thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you again. I think it's next week. I'll see you uh, probably for okay. a minute or two as we come back in and continue to get ready for May. May 20th to May 27th, 8 Days of Hope 19, Catherine Kelly. Uh, with the Heights, Harlem Heights Foundation. Again, more information, go to heightsfoundation.org. Catherine, thanks for joining us. Have a great day, and we'll see you soon. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Mike. Yes, God bless. You know, Mike, when you when you look at Catherine's, I mean, Catherine can pretty much do whatever she wants to do. She's a smart lady. She's a great communicator. Sure. Um, you can tell that she's a, a respected leader in her community. Mm-hmm. The, the, um, the amazing thing, though, not though, but the amazing thing is that God has her right now right. in the middle of the storm. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this hurricane came six months ago. It caused billions of dollars of damage. Mm-hmm. 20 years she's been leading this foundation and her people, mm-hmm. the people that she lives life with, mm-hmm. their worlds have been turned upside down. She didn't pack up and leave. She didn't say, I'm out of here. I don't want to handle this the next 10 years. Right. She said, no, I want to be a part of making a difference. And she said she's learning, and this is the kind of spirit that she has. She's open to what avenues, whatever avenues God wants to send her, whatever path God puts her on. She wasn't a, a, a she didn't know how to do um, this kind of work. She was an architect. You know, yeah, I mean, and but yet she, again, like so many Steve that we've met that are successful, like, like Catherine, she answered the call. She trusted God. She organized her volunteers, and she went forward in the midst of this horrendous, horrendous mm. storm. So, horrific. You know, and, and it was a horrendous storm. I mean, we could we could use twenty five different adjectives. This was this was the mother of mothers for Florida. This was the most costly storm in Florida's history. The third costliest in America after sure. Katrina and Harvey. 
water damage does more damage to a home than anything else. You know, wind damage, it blows off part of your roof. You tarp it, you get a new roof, you go home. When you get water in a house, and all these homes that we're working on, Mike, are mm-hmm. ranches. Okay. Which means that all over their living space, their living room, their mm-hmm. kitchen, their bathroom, uh, you know, where they go to bed at night, uh, their den, their office area. And these aren't very big homes, but every single home had up to six feet of sure. water. Mm. Now, you and I, we're not six feet tall. I'm just a touch underneath, and you're a, a, a little bit more than a touch underneath. <laughs> Can't believe I just said that. Anyways, we're both not six feet. Right. Mike, that's a lot of water. Absolutely. What's, what, what's up to the ceiling from the floor to the ceiling? About 10 foot? No, that's about uh, eight feet. Eight feet. Okay. Yeah. These that. homes, they're about eight because these are ranches. Here's the good news. You're listening today, and you're saying, Steve, Mike, I don't know how to do roofing. I don't even know how to wire an outlet. Guess what? Neither does Mike and I. We don't. We don't. But here's the good news. There's about 90 homes that we're going to try to paint. It's pretty hard to mess up paint on a house that had water damage done. Mm -hmm. And so you might be putting the primer coat on. That is... Sure. I'm telling you, Mike, 10-year-old kids will help us prime homes. Absolutely. With paint. And then we have every crew will be led by a painter, and so they'll coach you. But no one has to get on a high ladder. The highest ladder will be a step ladder. Okay. So no one's going to have to go up 30 feet in the air hanging off on the ladder trying to paint a peak. Mm-hmm. So this is, I'm not going to say this is easy. Well, it's its not easy, but it's... its <laughs> But it's something we all can do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you're less skilled, if you're like Mike or my friend Myron or myself, <laughs> Myron's our producer, by the way, just want to give a shout out. Um, you can come and serve with us. Go to 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Read the FAQs, volunteer. Here's some of the most commonly asked questions, Mike. Do I have to come for all eight days? What's the answer, Mike? No. There you go. Not the whole one. You come for three days, four days, five days. Um, can families come, Mike? Yes. Okay. Now, when we provide lodging, it's gender separated. So families would normally either rent a hotel room Bring an RV or bring tents. We have an area that can set up tents. And yes, we'll have portageons where the tents are, and we have shower trailers mm-hmm. so you can get a hot shower. Sure. Uh, if you want, want to use a hotel, read the FAQs. We have negotiated a rate, Mike, of $139 a night. Oh, really? At a unbelievable hotel. Excellent price. Yes. Yeah. Uh, read the FAQs. You can book a hotel. Here's, here's another question. Can I bring my RVs? Absolutely. Yes. Read the FAQs. We'll tell you what we provide for that. Can you bring your families, Mike? Families? Yes. Oh, yes. If I'm a mom or dad and I'm bringing my kids and they want to bring their friend, can their friend come? Their friend, yes, they can come. But we need to get a parental consent That's why I hesitate. So read the FAQs. All these questions that I was asking, Mike, and many more are right there. (laughs) Join us. Pray, volunteer, donate. And this is probably the last thing I want to talk about, Mike. The budget for this trip is going to be about a million dollars, a little bit less than that. Mm. But we're going to be able to do about three, four million dollars of work. Our partners cover our cost, our fixed cost. And so we need donors today to say yes. Mm. We're going to do it no matter, no matter if you say yes we're or going. not. We're there. Now, now we got to pay our bills. <laughs> and, and I will say this, Mike, in 18 years, we've done 70 million dollars of work. Mike, do you know that every bill that has ever been presented to us, we have paid within seven days. Really? Every bill. Everyone. Seven days? Yes. <laughs> That's because of him. 
Yes, absolutely. It's, and I'm pointing up to the you, ceiling. You are. And yeah. I'm not talking about the ceiling. I'm talking about mm-hmm. God. God. That's God. who he is. He provides. But donate today. You can donate online at 8dayshope.com. You can mail a check. And that address is on our website and Facebook page. Mike, only a couple of minutes left. Think back to Catherine Kelly. What kind of struck your nerve today? Or what are you going to take from uh, today's broadcast with what's going down to the Harlem Heights Foundation? She's reminding me of the power of and the necessity of connection. Connection with the community. Uh, what really hit me was the fact that they're knocking on doors and everybody was just hugging her like they knew her, like she was the, a best friend in a sense. Connection is so important. But it obviously when she's bringing you know, children in, after school programs, charter schools, all that, that's connection. Mm-hmm. So when a disaster happens, she'd be a natural to step up and be able to serve. You know, what kind of struck me too, in, and I've been there multiple times, I'll be there again next week as we prepare for Eighties Hope 19 in May down in Fort Myers. This is really a community coming together. This is a neighborhood, how neighborhoods used to be 30, 40, 50 years ago. Yes. 314 families. They live on a total of like nine different streets. They're all Mm -hmm. connected. And Mike, when we were filming the promotional video, and that's on our website, YouTube page, and on our Facebook page, families would be at their homes that they're not living in. They would come during the day just to kind of hang out with each other. Yes. It was how it used to be. Yeah. I mean, there was a time you could just go down the street and knock on the door and, hey, who's who's here? Come on in. Have some cookies. Let's, uh, you know, let's talk a little bit. Now, you know, you're knocking the door. The door's locked. The, the, you know, the blinds are down or somebody tries to look out or, you know, get on yeah. their cell phone. Who's out there? You know, it's different. I remember growing up in North Buffalo and on our porch just about every night, someone on our street had a game of Risk or Monopoly going. Someone ordered a pizza. We all hung out. And yeah. that's how it used to be. Yeah. That's how the Harlem Heights area is. Okay. And we're going to be serving this area in May from May 20th to 27th during eight days of hope 19. Mm, excited. Yep. I am too. I, you know, this is going to be a unique <laughs> outreach. You know, we're going to be a couple miles from Fort Myers beach and I'm telling you, watch the promotional video. We have some shots from the beach. Mike, it's like a bomb would drop yeah. from the sky. I've seen some of the you know, video and I've seen the crazy Mike. It's, it's boats on top of cars and it's just crazy. You know? Yeah, it is. It is. Mm. want to thank some of our national partners that support us like the Barnes Crossing Auto Group down in Tupelo, Mississippi. Thank you to uh, Joe and the family there. They have multiple dealers in Louisiana, Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi, and elsewhere. Also want to thank uh, our friends at Renaissance Bank. Here's a publicly traded bank that believes in what Eight Days Hope does around the country, and they support us yearly. They help cover our fixed costs. So uh, the CEO, Mitch Waycaster, and the entire thousands of employees that work at all the Renaissance Bank branches, thank you so much for supporting Eight Days of Hope. We appreciate you guys. And then Crescent Memorial. Here's a business, Mike, across Mm -hmm. the nation that sells products to funeral homes. They believe in what we're doing, and a lot of these businesses join us. Thank you to all of our partners. About 15 seconds life, Mike. Any lasting, last minute thoughts? For the listener, um, your life will never be the same um, if you come out, and let me say this right, come out and volunteer. Your life will be changed. That's what I'm trying to say. 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. We'll see you in Fort Myers, May 20th to May 27th. Please volunteer today. Pray, volunteer, to or donate. Hope to see you in Fort Myers in May. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope.
Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com. 